Hey, everybody, this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. I'm Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is episode 296 Decor Trends for 2019, our analysis. Oh, yeah. We you guys love, love talking trends. Yeah. And you and I love talking about them, but maybe not so much following all of them. Well, you know, when you read about trends and then you see that you have already predicted the trends, it's kind of fun. You're kind of giving yourself a little silent high five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there are a lot of things on the in list that we have been already talking about here at Decorating Tips and Tricks. So you guys are been listening. You are ahead of the game, as are we. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wanted to let you know that I followed our advice on the podcast to <laughs> not do well, you know, sometimes I listen to myself and, and do what I suggest. And yes. it didn't I didn't put up a lot of Christmas stuff this year. So I didn't have a lot to put up. And I actually left my Christmas stuff out for the first time in a long time past New Year's because I was enjoying it because it wasn't overdone. You know, I feel like we might be on the the cutting edge of a new trend of the Christmas light. We we did a podcast about it. Um, you're saying now you lived it. I lived it too. I had a little guilt in the beginning because I put a bunch of bins back and I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing it. Uh, you know, I'm going to spend time enjoying my family. We ended up getting a new puppy, which I'll tell you guys about oh, as we go along. Yes. But so yeah, I, so little Eve is just, a, a, we rescued her. And so that came after Christmas, but still, I was glad that there wasn't a whole lot of stuff out um, to deal with. It was really nice. And still, you know, when I when I looked and around it was plenty. to take- Yeah, and it was plenty. And then when I, when I did go to look around to take it down, you know, even though I didn't put up that much, it was still like a bit of a task to take it down. You're like, oh my gosh, there's another wreath. Oh my gosh, I did put a garland there. So yeah. I can't even imagine these people that- have you know all this going on? How they possibly get it all up and then whisk it all down? It's just so much work. Well, and, and is it you really know, worth of, it? And of I course, know. I kept saying, "Let's take the tree down. Let's take the tree down." None of the chickens or the rooster <laughs> were around, and finally, I gave up, and so just went up there to the attic, was taking some boxes down, and had a little mishap on the stairs from oh, the no. attic. I didn't yeah. know. Too many top, too many boxes. Well, I did this to myself all you the time. You didn't break any ornaments, did you? <laughs> Limbs, I may. You can fix, but an ornament <laughs> is hard to fix. The boxes flew, and then I realized oh, I was no. falling on top of the box. No, no ornaments, but my uh, nativity scene. Oh. I may have stepped on the baby Jesus. Oh no! I know, not good. Well, I got, I, I got it all but cleaned he, up. He will rise again. It'll be fine. no. He was fine. Actually, he was fine because I really was worried. I thought this is this is so yeah. The one in really bad. I can't yeah. do this. So this I is put, bad luck. Yeah. I cleaned everything up. No, no, no. It's not bad luck. It's all fine. He was fine. I don't. I'm pretty sure I didn't step on him. But I put them everything all together. But then Kevin <laughs> was in the closet later, and he said, <laughs> he said, I think I stepped on a severed hand. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I oh, said, no. well, give it to me. He said, I threw it away. I said, I'm going to oh, no. need that. got to go get that. I got to glue that back piece. on. Somebody's missing a hand. Somebody's missing a hand. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway. Well, back to the trends, though. This, well, is, we, this but, is exciting. Well, let me just finish up my tree mm-hmm. thing. Oh, because oh, yes. so, I do have a tip involved here. Um, we had the very, very large Nordman Christmas tree. 
I'm telling you, that was a terrific type of tree. So if you're in the real tree um, camp, think about a Nordman for next year. I can't and let me tell you how healthy that tree was. But it was also much bigger than we thought because we had ordered it from school. So I didn't see it and it just came. We were in the nine to 10 foot category, but this was clearly over 11 feet. Oh, Because wow. it was skimming the top of the ceiling and we had to cut it off at the top. But anyway, gorgeous tree. But how are you going to get that out of the house? So what I did something that I haven't done in years. Um, I cut all the branches off inside and I took them all outside and I mulched my whole backyard. Stop it. I did. It, it is for such good mulch, especially if you live in a place that's cold. How, you mulched no, you- your tree. Well, yeah, I took the branches off. I cut them all off and then sort of cut them out. You brought a chainsaw into the house? No, no. The the Nordman, the branches are not that thick. Um, So I was able to use use my big clippers, you know, the big long clippers. Oh, okay. Um, You know, and then I just took all the greens and I just laid them around all the boxwoods and my hedges and things like that. So they're going to, as they you know, decompose in the garden. I put mulch, you know, real bark chips and stuff on top of them in the spring. It'll be great. Um, you know, a natural organic fertilizer. Very Yay. good for you. I'm so proud of <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Because also there's no way to get it out of the house. So you really had no choice. You had to cut oh, it up oh, anyway. Oh, got it. Yeah, I was going to say. So it was good. But instead of just putting it all in the trash, I used it that way. So that, so, you know, a tip for the gardeners out there, if you're into that. Give it a whirl. And one thing I wanted to tell you guys about before we dive into the trends is I didn't get an immersion blender. Thank you, Peter. But I did <laughs> I did order one for myself from Amazon and I didn't get any um, glass food containers, but they have been very hot. A lot of people were very interested in them, despite the fact that I made fun of Anita for, for, yes, for offering you did. them as a gift item. Several people are excited about them, and I'm glad that they are. And I, you know, I have to eat my words there. But uh, Peter did get me this really cool gift that I wanted to share. It's called Masterclass, and it's um, I know what that is. Do you? Okay, super cool. Okay, so every so anybody who doesn't know about it, so he signed me up for this masterclass, and it is uh, videos that you can watch with, I mean, amazing people teaching you, going really deep and teaching you incredible things. Like we, I watched the whole wine series, maybe, I don't know how many chapters there were, but each video is maybe 12 to 20 minutes long. And so you can kind of chunk it up. Um, and then I started watching the Gordon Ramsay. He's teaching you cooking. Mm. It is fantastic. Yeah. Steve, so and Mar- well Steve Martin does, does comedy. I, there's, there's, I mean, it's everybody famous that you've heard of teaching. Oh yeah, everything. Thomas Keller does cooking. Mm-hmm. Jane Goodall teaches conservation. Helen Mirren's teaching you acting. Judy Bloom teaches you writing. Like, it's pretty amazing. Diane Furstenberg teaches you building a fashion brand. You know, all kinds of stuff from you know learning how to play chess to uh, investigative journalism. There's so many interesting people with wonderful things to share, and they're adding things all the time. So you know this. Maybe a great thing other people might be interested in um, just going there and checking out what they're offering. Yeah, and it's not this isn't a, this isn't sponsored content. No, you just oh no, really enjoyed it. This is just, oh, I enjoyed it so much. I really did. Um, so yeah, that was that was my one of my favorite gifts besides Eve, the new puppy. 
<laughs> I, oh, yeah. Well, we have another name that's close to, you know, I have a daughter, Evie. So, yes. We're yes. going to be confused well, we went now. with all the E's. So, Emmett, yeah. Edith, and Eve. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yes. Be- but then you yes. have the mother in law, Edith, and then the dog, Edith. So, it's just going to be yeah, a lot of confusing. Yeah. Now I have, yeah. Yeah, confusion. Eve and Evie. It is confusing. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, trends. I mean, mm-hmm. hope everybody else had a great um, holiday, by the by. I hope you were cozy. Yeah, let us know what you got that you're, that you're happy about. Yeah, raise your hand if you Yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear what's a good. What's a good. Stop it. Oh. But it was great for all those leftovers. Yes. Yeah. So, 2019. Mm -hmm. What's coming at us? Well, you know, and we do some research to see what other people on the internet are saying. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we don't. But this one, I think it's time for this. And that is floral wallpaper and floral uh-huh. fabrics coming back. That's what I'm hearing is that they're coming back. And I agree with that one because it's everything's been so anti-floral for so long. I think it, anti-floral. and you know how things, they ebb and flow. Right. It, you know, it the yin and the yang. So if something's out for a while, you know it is going to come back. It's just a matter of when. And so I think at the time probably is here for the florals to come back. So I, I'm agreeing with that one that I think that's happening. What What do you say? No, and not only do we agree with that, I think we predicted it. I can't remember the uh-huh. episode number, but we talked about bringing chins back. And chins mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we love chins. And gorgeous yeah. floral. And so we talked about bringing them back uh, to bespoke in the springtime is probably when that might happen. Um, yeah, and I don't think it's going to look like those um, Ralph Lauren cabbage yeah. roses from the 80s. It's going to look a little bit different maybe. Um if it is vintage inspired, it's probably going to be you know older. It's not going to be like nineteen eighties vintage, but I think that it's yeah, I think it's a good yeah, time re- for it. Reimagine. In fact, I've worked with I think it's a Ralph Lauren fabric that's a white with blue, and it's it's got flowers on it, but it's just the two colors. So that's kind of mm-hmm. a new look for the floral. So yeah, it may not be exactly like they were in the 80s and that's the way it happens with the trends when things come back usually they're things they're they're reimagined they're done a little bit differently so it looks fresh yeah. so yeah. the out would be the ecat well can we do the, i thought it might be better we didn't discuss this you want to just do all the ins and then do the outs or should we do one after minor the other? Ca- okay well we can do that minor mixed together so i will wait on that one okay okay i'll i'll do what i can here my notes are going to be i'll be skipping about Right. Okay. If that's okay with you, because I figure I will try it might be easier to take it all in and then think about it all out. Okay. All righty. So, um, bold wall color. That's yes. I see. I've been seeing that and feeling it. I've been feeling like I want to paint something a dark. Well, you've been talking about that study of yours for a while. (laughs) I know. Well, it's just going to be talk for a while. I don't see it happening anytime soon, but I, I'm dreaming about it and I would love to do it. So it's certainly something that's a a want, you know, it's on my wish list, let's say. And, and again, I think that is also a response to all the washed out pictures that you see on Instagram, everything, and how I love neutrals, but I feel like they, it's kind of been overdone. I mean, you, I love neutrals, but when everything you see is neutrals and there's no color, you, you miss the color. 
So I yeah. feel like there's kind of coming a backlash against all of that. So I do think there's going to be some dark, rich colors coming for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really, anything is going to look bold compared to all the white. I'm thinking about this is, you know, I maybe it's not 100% bold, but I think I'm going to try that Metropolitan, the Benjamin Moore color that we talked about on one of our recent podcasts. I think I'm going to try that in my bedroom. Oh, oh, yeah. That sounds because you know I fun. just think it's a north facing room, and it's fine. The the simply white, but I don't think the white even looks that great because of the the way that the natural light comes in. Mm-hmm. I think it needs something in that room, and that's what I said to my daughter the other day. She's like. But did we just kind of did all this? I'm like, I'm doing my second <laughs> loop around already. She's like, you are. She's like, I see it happening. Like, I, like a room that we painted. I'm like, hey, maybe that needs some wallpaper. You might That's the that danger of. I mean, if you do this for a living too, especially if you're a blogger, it's so dangerous. at some point, not only do you get tired of looking at it, but your readers are thinking, I've already seen that 50 times. You know, repaint yeah. that room. Yeah. I'm getting tired of seeing no, it. No, the more and more we talked about that color, I was like. And then I was like, where can I use that? And now I think I'm going to try it there. Um, yeah. In, so that's a well, good one. Well, and I think you're very in with this one is brass. Still hot, still in. I think it's going to be around for a while. Yeah. I think brass is going to be, but not uh, not a whole room in brass, but definitely Right. Brass. Not overdone. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, not overdone. Not not that the shiny chandelier brass that you find like at yard sales and stuff like that. But brass is still in mixed metals. You know, mixed metals makes the list every year. I think. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it does. I really think it does. Um, so I know that that that's people are saying that's still in, but I don't think that really ever goes out. I agree with that. And another thing that I don't think ever goes out that's in right now is black and white, kind of bold black and white patterns. And I love that because I got a lot of that going on too. Yeah. Jewel tones are said to be coming in for 2019. And we heard a little bit about that for 2018. I didn't really see that come in so strong. So maybe it's coming in slowly and it's going to be more prevalent in 2019. Um, They're saying like jewel tones with the white or with the black and white, really more edgy, not again, like not that 1980s jewel tone slash Tuscan slash, you know, Ralph Lauren thing, but crisper. Right. And then the, I think also we're seeing rather than just an all white room for rooms that are done with neutrals and whites, having a touch of the color. So maybe having about a 10% color mixed in. And I like that a lot, even though I have a very neutral house. I like adding some color because I feel like every room, Needs some color. No, well, you talk about that a lot. You know, adding, you're going to add a little pink or you're going to add a little blue to your neutrals. And I I think that's a really nice way to go. Predominantly, well, obviously I have a lot of white in my house, but predominantly, it's just such a, maybe it's just so the January thing. I just love January, just a clean slate of it all. So just thinking of something all white and then the color, just a little bit of color. Yeah, I love the clean slate too. I love I love the Christmas stuff. I love the warmth and everything during the holidays. But then I love the clean slate in January and kind of more of a stark look. I didn't used to like it, but I love it now. I think it's just a fresh look and it's just kind of a seasonal change. And then you get out those furry white pillows and your throws and 
it's still, it's a coziness, but it's kind of maybe more of a Nordic coziness look. And another thing I'm seeing a lot of are patterned backsplashes, but I'm adding a caveat with this one. Although I'm seeing a lot of the patterned floors and patterned backsplashes, I don't see myself doing that because it's just too permanent. It's not permanent, but it's too expensive to change that out. It's too much hassle and it will go out. And then it is going to look dated at some point and then you're stuck with it. So I would much rather go with something that's less trendy, but more classic for a backsplash because that's a big deal changing out that backsplash. Yeah, I I agree with that. Well, I'm not doing anything like that. I mean, that that will not be part of my second loop around, as my daughter called it. That um, I it it's you know it's pretty to look at, but you're absolutely right. Unless you are 100 percent committed and you know you're going to want that for a long time, that is really tough to change out. Unless. <laughs> You are Jamie S., our listener, and you paint your backsplash, and then you can transform it beautifully. But she did a ma- just like a magnificent job. I can't tell you. Over the Christmas break, we must have gotten, I don't know, maybe five, seven, ten, maybe even emails asking to see the pictures of Jamie's backsplash because we talked about it in one of the podcasts. So, Jamie, we are spreading uh, your fabulous work and your idea to lots of people's homes. And I think it's it may even be going on in South Africa. Taryn may even be trying it down oh, there. So yes. yeah. So that's it, you know, that's something to consider. Maybe if you really hate your box splash tile and you want to do something bold, paint it something bold, and then you can always paint over it. Or like Anita, when she didn't like the paint, she moved. <laughs> so just do it that way. Well, there's a way to get, get out, out of it. That's right. One, one way there's or another. And then to, to talking about the color, I did want to mention, don't forget about the my Soft Surroundings collection, uh, the Cedarville yeah. Farmhouse collection at Soft Surroundings. We'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, I, I'm thinking about it right now because there are some very big, bold botanical prints that I included I love so much. They added so much color and vim and vigor to my breakfast room. That's really a nice way to add some color to a room, especially if you have neutrals to just kind of get that color. I like, even if it's a neutral room, I love getting that color on the wall or on the floor and it feels very nice, but, but not, but then you're not really locked into those colors as far as pillows and, and other decor in the room. Yeah, and I had a chance to see those uh, botanicals uh, in person when I was visiting Anita before we headed out to Round Top and on the way back. And really, they are striking. So the the I don't even think the catalog pictures do them justice. They're absolutely beautiful. And then I have the gorgeous arched mirror, which was definitely on my to-do list um, over Christmas. But I didn't get it hung up yet, but I'm definitely going to get it hung up in the next week or so. Uh, and I'm going to put it in my um, stairwell. I think it's going to well, really change that space. Oh, that's so a I'm great idea. I'm excited about that. I actually yeah, have so. it in my bedroom and I'm using it as a leaner, at, you know, and the leaning mirror is actually best if you're using it to check your clothing because you're going to always look thinner if the mirror is leaning back. So I'm yes, just leaning Why not casual. live with the optical illusion? I am living <laughs> with the optical illusion as long as I can. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And everybody's got that on their mind this in January anyway. So just get a mirror and lean it. Forget yeah. about the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a and you know what I read that's in that I just went poppycock. Is <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I don't, yeah. It's not usually <laughs> it's not usually a word I normally use. Just on the podcast. Red. Red furniture. Red, red, red. You know, we've oh, talked wow. about it. We're not going back to Tuscany unless it's just a visit. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't think I even saw that. Red. Now, like, painted I don't red? buy it. Red, red, you know, upholstery. Oh. Upholstery. I read that somebody red said that. And I'm thinking, do you have some red furniture you're trying to sell? Because yeah, that's exactly. the only thing I can figure here. I'm not seeing it anywhere. And I still have a room full of red furniture covered with white linen slipcovers that I am leaving on. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't see it coming in. And again, if red is your color and you've got a red house, that's great. We're not knocking it. But just as far as trends go, we're not. I'm not seeing that happen. No, I don't. I think that's just too much of a commitment, again, to, to yeah, to a color like that. I just, I don't think that's where people are at with their in their heads right now. And we've gone, so many people have gone neutral. And if they haven't gone neutral, they want to go more neutral. And I don't think that that is necessarily trendy. I, you know, it's a smart way You're to decorate. You're really locked in. You're really locked yeah. in if you do that. Because I've done the red yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And well, I did I too. I stuck with it for a long time. I loved yeah. it. But the, when the time was over, I really didn't like, kind of like the Christmas decorations. Like, you love them. You can't wait to get them out of the bins. You can't wait to put them up. And then you're like, oh, God, just go away. Like, I don't want to see you anymore. And that's how I felt about that red couch for a long time until well, my I pro- could do it. Yeah. And my problem is, if a little bit is good, a lot is good. So when I yeah. was into my red face, it wasn't just a red pillow. Oh, no. No, no, right. no, no, no. It was three chairs, an ottoman, a sofa, an entire two rooms filled with red accessories. So when oh, wow. I w- decided I didn't want red anymore, I mean, I just cried because I thought, I have a house full of red furniture that's brand new. What am I going to do? Which I made slipcovers. So, yeah, I made well, it work. you're very smart. You're very smart to do that. You know what also is very smart? What? And makes you really smart is listening to books, right? Could you imagine Mm -hmm. how wonderful and smart you would be if you listened to more books? I, you know, I don't have time to read that much and sit down and actually read, but listening to books is a great way to go. And if you're a podcast listener, you're probably really into listening to things. I love audiobooks. So I think the world would be a better place if we all listened more and listening to audiobooks inspires you, motivates you, and even brings us closer together. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible is a sponsor of Decorating Tips and Tricks today. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now Audible members get more than ever before. Each month, they get three titles of their choice, one audiobook, two Audible originals, virtual all fabulous, and fitness programs that you can't get anywhere else. There's never been a better time to experience Audible. You can try it for 30 days for free by visiting audible.com slash DTT or by texting DTT to 500500. 
So you can try Audible for 30 days for free by visiting audible.com slash DTT or by texting DTT on your phone to 500-500. It's super easy to do. And then you'll get the code uh, that you can use to receive it for 30 days free. And I think you're going to really enjoy it. And then you can become a member. So that is a really great thing to do, especially this time of year. Cozing in, it's dark out early, you're listening mm-hmm. to a book, maybe while you're chopping up stuff for dinner. I think that's wonderful. Give that gift to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An audiobook I'm listening to right now is Whiskey in a Teacup, Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. and she reads it. So that makes it even better. Oh, yeah. That's, I, you know, that's really good. Uh, let me know how that is after. Yeah, I'm I enjoying that's it. that's such a great title. <laughs> exactly. Okay. And- Another thing that uh, is said to be out there, but this, just, you know, I don't know how many people are going to do this, but it could be pretty dramatic if it worked mm-hmm. in your home. Yeah. Black bathrooms. Oh, I saw that too. And I I kind of been thinking yes to the dark colors, but I don't, the black seems very, very contemporary and mm-hmm. a little too contemporary for my look. I, so it, it feels a little, I feel like a black bathroom sounds like, the whole room that you did in red. It feels a little intense. And I it mm-hmm. seems to me like that's something that you would get tired of quickly. Now, however, if you just chose a very dark color on the wall, I think that that I would, at least for me, I would be happier with that long term than the black. Yeah, because I think when they're talking about the black, they're almost talking about all the fixtures as well. And yeah, that's I don't a really lot. see that happening. That's a lot. You know, you can't feel like, you know, I don't know, like Tom Jones's bathroom or who yes, else? Yes, exactly. Like, it, uh, the powder room at you Hefner's house or Ex- something like that. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. It if feels a little, really gonna a, little, work. a little much. A little much. But speaking of sinks and bathrooms, something that's been in hot for a while that I believe is going to stay in style are the vessel sinks. So, you know, the sink that looks like a yeah. bowl. Yeah, on yeah. the counter or a bucket, I think those are going to stay hot and heat up even more for, and that's really something probably more for a new build or if you're redoing your your right. your, your bathroom or, or kitchen. But I love that look too. Oh yeah, well you have that beautiful one. That's so oh gosh, that's so great. Um, yeah, I like the I, I like the vessel sink. I mean, I I think that there's a certain I don't know, like not with the, like the swan faucet or anything like that, but I think that there's <laughs> definitely a way to pull that off where it, it adds interest, particularly to a powder room. I think that's really a nice thing to have in there to make it you know really stand out as a very original type of little space. Four poster beds are I, on the rise. You know, that's something that I wanted so badly when I was a teenager, a canopy bed, specifically a canopy bed. And my dad ordered it from Sears. And oh, oh yes, but uh, it never came, never came. Finally, he said, mm, they said they're out of stock. And I never got my canopy bed. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. Don't you feel sorry for me? I do. I do. I had the white. Um, there was no offer for any other white. bed. Oh, this was going to be. Yeah. Uh, there was no ever offer offer for anything else. It was just oh, it's not coming. Oh, it's not coming. That's it. That's it. No, no you're supposed to replace it with something. Sleep, else. Uh, yeah, just sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Yeah. 
So what did you say? You had the white provincial furniture? Yeah. Yeah. Did Mm -hmm. you have that in your growing up bedroom? No, I wanted that though. I'm telling you, I was deprived. I didn't have the four poster bed though, but but now they're like grown up four poster beds and it's really is, I mean, it really is pretty. You have to have a, the right kind of room for it. And we just did that episode recently about, um, you know, making your bedroom feel larger by, you know, making strategic uh, decor decisions and whatnot like that. I would not put a four poster bed in a room that you really felt like you were short on square footage for, you know, it's got to go in a certain type of room, I think. And yes, and really I would work. say- I would add to that, probably you want a room with a higher than eight foot ceilings. I think that's going to feel really crowded if it's an eight foot ceiling, because then it's going to be really just very close to your ceiling. So I think you're going to be wanting maybe nine or 10 foot ceiling height to to put a canopy bed in there. But I still think it's a nice look. And they've been, again, redone. They're not like the, you know, older canopy beds from when I wanted one. Uh, there, there's a, a sleeker, more modern look to them that I think is really very fun. Oh yeah, and it doesn't even have to be canopied. It could just be four postered. It could just have exactly. Posts. You know, it doesn't even have to have anything on top of it. You don't have to do the whole surround and all of that. Um, cleaner boho. A lot of people like boho. I like it. I'm attracted to it. It doesn't. You know, I, I could have it in very small doses where it doesn't really scream boho because it's just like a little individual pieces. Um, and that I like mixing in because I, I do have quite a mix of, of looks, if you will, or styles in my house now. But I like this whole trend towards the cleaner boho. It's, you know, there's more white. It yeah. isn't, um, there's not macrame wall hangs and things like that. It just has a little bit of that sort of, looser feel to it. And, you know, you can conjure the types of patterns you might see in the colors you might see in your mind, but it definitely is a more minimalistic boho, maybe is a good way to describe it. And that's supposed to be on the horizon for 2019. Oh yeah. I think, I think that's absolutely right. And this is another thing that I think has, um, it's well, I mean, it's just coming in. We've had this is another one of these reaction things. All the white kitchens, and I have a white kitchen. I love my white kitchen, but I think there's been so many white kitchens that there's been a backlash. And now the darker colored cabinets are coming into style. So dark, dark painted cabinets, or and if you want, if you like this trend idea, but you don't want to do your whole kitchen, I think the best way to do it is just to paint your island a darker color and leave your cabinets white. Yeah, I think that's a great look. Or even if you have a lot of white going on, if you have the white countertop and you've got uh, you know, the walls are white and things like that, and you want to spend some time painting your cabinets or have your cabinets painted, if they're the type that you can paint, you know, again, it's reversible. You could make it white again in five years or three years or six months or next weekend. If you didn't like it, you know, you could just change it back. It's only paint and time. So it's if you're willing to to give it a whirl, but I think that's a great idea. Just start small. You could do the island if you have one and then see if you like it and then take it from there. Well, should we go on to the things that we are seeing are out? No, because I have a few more things that are in. Okay. Well, we're, I don't know if we're going to have time for all this. Let's, okay. Let's stick with what else okay, is in. Okay. We better hurry so, up. Okay. We, yeah. Go ahead. No, no skimping on comfort. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that is something Anita and I have talked to you guys about a lot. And I think that that's coming to the forefront now in 2019. Just you know, spend the extra money on the great materials and, you know, get the feather down and just make yourself comfortable and cozy. And those things will last longer if you buy them in, you know, in materials that are truly um, sustainable and well-made and all of that. And then also trims. Mm-hmm. And I think we mm. we hearkened the reappearance mm-hmm. of this way back as well. So tassels, bullion, fringe, you're going to be seeing more of that. Oh, I think so. And I miss that. You know, the, remember every, all the curtains were covered with that, all the pillows, it was detail, detail, detail. It was the Charles Faudry look where it was just all these layers, layers, layers. And it was a beautiful look, but then I think it felt like, again, it was like, ugh, people wanted something simpler. So we went with none of it. And now we're just feeling like we're missing it. So I just feel like this is the way things go. Something goes in, it goes out, and then it comes back in several years later. And I think it's time for that to come back in. And when you do bring it back, you don't have to bring it back like you did before or in as much detail. So maybe you're just adding it to one pillow. Right. You're just adding one fancy pillow with trim. You don't have to go add it to all your curtains in your house. Right, right. Okay, now you're chomping at the bit. Tell us what's out. Well, what I'm seeing that's out is the dark cherry stained cabinets. Oh, yeah, like the classic. Everybody goes, oh, I'm going to have cherry cabinets. Yeah. mm -hmm, Cherry Mm -hmm. or mahogany, kind of the reddish. I think it's the same thing with the furniture. You know how the red furniture is really not as popular now as it used to be. Right. I think it's the same thing with the with the stained cabinets. It's the with the red stain. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's popular as it used to be. I mean, and it there was a time when it was the hottest thing going, but it's right. not right now. Right. And uh, a room done in one style, no matter what that style is, just something that's just so focused on one style. I think that that's just not the way people are living now. And the trend is to mix styles and things like that. So even if you were hardcore mid-century, you know, that is that, even though that was sort of really cutting edge. And, you know, I know for a few years at the Rose Bowl, you'd see like all these really hips people coming in and buying all this mid-century stuff. But you know what? Now their houses are starting to look dated, like truly dated, like bad dated, not like vintage cool dated. So (laughs) that's, you know, Sorry, wait, wait. But, um, and I'm not just picking on mid-century. It's sort of any look. Like if you were heavy, hardcore, shabby chic, and all it is is shabby chic. That's that's just not the way we're all living now. It's all well, mixed together. Isn't that part of that? You don't want all your furniture to be matchy-matchy. I think the trend now is to be an independent thinker, to kind of create your own style. And even if you're leaning toward one particular known style, you throw in something unexpected. I think that tension is really part of the design aesthetic now, no matter mm-hmm. whatever what your particular style is. That's part of it is you want it to not you want it you want to mix it up just a little bit. Right. And so, another color type of color that we talked about sort of advising you guys to sort of stay away from is the cool grays, like the ones yes. that are too blue that like mm-hmm. um, look like the service station blue that uh, <laughs> Nita's referenced. So <laughs> surprise, surprise, those are out. So cool grays and stark whites. Not, you know, don't, we're not saying grays out because, you know, we have- No, no, no. 
declared you know, from the the top of our desks, <laughs> wherever we're right. standing. Our computers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gray is here to stay. But that cool gray, which mm-hmm. just doesn't. The un- it's unfriendly. It's unfriendly. I know, yeah, right? so, I don't like it. You know, and it's hard to work with. Yeah. So we really prefer a warmer gray. And the gray I have, the Sherwin-Williams agreeable gray, it's close to a putty. And mm-hmm. so it's very, it mixes very well with golds. For yes. example, yeah. So, so yeah, a that- warmer white, warmer mm-hmm. gray, warmer neutrals are, are are where everybody's headed. Yeah, and another thing I'm seeing that's out again. I saw it go out before, and now it's out again. Is the terrazzo? Yeah, I. I mean, you know, if I bought a house and it had that in it, I can't imagine me falling in love. I with would a have house just assumed it was it. from the 70s, and I would have gone, "I don't. What is this doing in here?" Yeah, I would think like. You know, am I even at grammar school? I don't know. That just always like screamed school floor to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I had it in our that. old our old house, the one we were lived in, the one I had to move because otherwise I would have to paint it. Uh, was right, built in yeah. 1978, and it was just the ground floor was half terrazzo. In fact, I had someone come in wow. to do some tile in the bathroom, a contractor, and he said, "Why would you want to replace all this terrazzo?" And I just thought, well, he's not going to do it. I just, I have to move. You're the wrong man for me. I know. I was like, really? <laughs> anyway. I, I think, you know, you're, do you get much business? Because you just go in and tell people what's there is good. Yeah, just keep it. I think I may have beyond to why you're not having much business. So, And then, you know, it happens. We knew this. Rose gold, copper, those types of metals, they're saying no more. But I mean- mm-hmm. Anybody, and, you you saw that coming, everybody. You oh, know, so I hope you only spent like seven dollars at Target for something that was rose gold, because you know it just came in too hard. You know, mm-hmm. anything that comes in that hard, and if you have a little rose gold something, like you know, a little vase or something you keep your jewelry in, or a little something on a shelf, don't go and throw it out. Don't go and even take it to the goodwill if you love it. Keep it. But it's the, the people that went overboard. And everything right. don't do is it. rose gold. Don't do what I did with the red. That's way too much. And again, this is another thing that I didn't even know. Was it really back in? The accent walls. You know, I thought those went out with the 90s and never came back, although I was hearing they were back. And now they're out yeah. again. So surprise, surprise. I don't even yeah. think that lasted that long. I really didn't see that very much. I heard talk that it was in, but I didn't really see it. Yeah, those, I mean, those are hard to pull off. I still think, you know, that's the thing that really, again, you shouldn't try to create something where it doesn't work. But if you have a home where an accent wall would work, it's not going to be dated by having it. I think it makes dated when people try to have an accent wall just for the sake of having an accent wall. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it oh, really yeah, yeah, works yeah. in their room, you've got some funky setup and you want to sort of uh, accentuate some art or something. I, I think you could probably pull it off depending on, on the location. But, you know, so I think it's one of those things that is really here, neither here nor there, neither in nor out. It's just, it, it doesn't just work in a lot is. of circumstances. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you shouldn't push it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. What I think is a little ridiculous is they're saying succulents are out. Now, I know succulents <laughs> became very popular. Go pull up all been, of your succulents. Yeah. They're Go maybe tell the them they're no longer gold in. of plants, you know, recently <laughs> because they were all of a sudden everywhere and everybody decided 
they were super cute, even though people probably didn't like them for years and years and years. And all of a sudden they're super cute. But come on. I mean, succulents, just like fiddly figs. I mean, that they came in really hard. Everybody who was cool had a fiddly fig. Mm-hmm. I don't really like those plants as plants. Um, as a decor statement, they were definitely making decor statements. But what I say now, a fiddly fig is out. No, it's a living plant. I don't think it can be out. Yeah, it feels it, like saying that certain people are in and out. And it just seems <laughs> kind of rude. I yeah, know. I mean, succulents, come on. You know, a little succulent. It's in a, a plant. Ro- even if it's in a rose gold container, keep it. Keep your little succulents alive. I don't know. I just feel it's mean to tell a plant that it's no longer in style. Like a dog. I mean, remember, they were, oh. This okay. dog is hot. This dog is out. Like, right. don't tell my collie that she has not been the hit dog. Yeah, since don't tell her that Lassie. she's in reruns. No, I know that Lassie that. went off the air. She's not been in style. Yeah, she doesn't care. No, she doesn't. She's care. too regal. She's doing she her doesn't own care. Thing. She is very regal. No. Okay, so we do. I mean, we sped that up pretty nicely. If you guys like, maybe listen to us on double time or something. We get that. Um, our listener tip and. I'm calling it a question, but it's really she needs some uh, uh, support in something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary S. Mary uh, sent us some great photos. She is a, has a fabulous eye. Uh, she painted some interior doors black, which looked fantastic. In I her saw own. those. Very well done. Right. Beautiful. And she was listening to our episode about the wires, uh, yes. which just is, uh, you know, and various things about, oh, how to deal with the television was the one um, and how to, you know, work around that sort of thing. So she has a wonderful tip. She does work. She paints furniture for people. And so she devised this chest of drawers where there's actually a drawer on hinges so it could flip down and you could have the components inside if you had a direct TV box or nice. if you had a DVD or something like that. Yeah. So super great idea. Um, so it's just like a chest of drawers and it functions like that. It opens up. So I thought that was a great idea that we wanted to share. And then Mary, in the midst of all the gorgeous decorating she's done, and she sent up several pictures, she said that she needs a little help convincing her husband that he doesn't need the ceiling fan. So there was a ceiling fan with, mm. I believe, lights on it in the mm. center of her gorgeous family room. Oh. So, oh. Anita, you have any thoughts oh. on that? Well, I have mixed feelings on this because ever since I was pregnant, I like a ceiling fan in a, in the bedroom and in rooms. Mary, I don't, li- don't listen to this, Mary. <laughs> I know. So, so I, I like a see, you know, I know like it's good because you can some- be empathetic to the husband. Whereas so I, I was am like, a- take that down. I know. So, well, and it's hot, hot, hot. I mean, I don't know where you live, but if you live in a hot area, Ooh, I mean, that's pretty rough when it gets hot and there's no air movement. I, you know, that, that can be rough. So I'm sympathetic to him and I can, I can get that. So here, here is one option available to you. And this is something that I've done is I have a, but you may not like this idea either because we need to be sensitive to your poor husband who's hot. So one thing, if you're going to agree to keep the room cooler, I think you can take it down if he's okay with that. And that would probably work. But then your bills, you know, your cooling bills are going to go up. And another option. Crank up the AC. Okay. Well, that's one option. Well, I'm trying to, I'm thinking about her poor husband. You're being very, very diplomatic. 
Okay. So another well, option though. Wait a yeah. minute. I'm not done. Okay. The oh, other no, option that I've done is I have a beautiful floor fan. It's a, it's a really elegant kind of ornate fan and it's on a stand. So if you had a situation where you only needed the air movement for maybe a few weeks out of the year, that fan I get out uh, in certain parts of our house that don't get a lot of air movement. I get it down during the summer and turn it on. But then when it's not so hot, then I go put it out of sight somewhere. So that's your other option. There are some pretty fans that you can use that you can just put away. But when you're using it, you know, the fan is even more obvious than the one in the ceiling. So I, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's that's those are a few options. Yeah. I, I w- my only suggestion was also the floor. Just take fan. it down? If, oh. Well, I would take it down. You know, I, yeah. I would take it down. I would convince him that there was another way to get the air moving. I don't think – I also don't think – my own personal experience, that the a fan going even mid-speed over me while I'm sitting on a couch watching television would be that comfortable. Oh, oh, no, You know, it it's is. different if you're in bed and you get and the option of having the blankets on or off. You know, if you're sitting there in a tank top or something, if it's summertime and, and you've got this thing swirling over your head and maybe you have papers flying around, I don't know. I don't think that would be that comfortable. Oh, yeah. So oh, I no. would take oh, the I use Mary. A- oh, honey, I can make you so much more comfortable by having this fan <laughs> where you can direct it exactly where you want it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I my fan is on in all summer over the sofa. It's on all is summer. Is it? Okay. Oh, I'm in Texas. It's hot. Okay. Well, Mary, I hope that helped. Yeah. Maybe Sorry, got Mary. Some I probably there. didn't have but, a yeah. lot of it's a tough. You, it's but. a tough one, you know, because you. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we talk about comfort all the time. You should be comfortable in your house, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but there might be just another oh, way that you can get that air moving. The other thing, think about what materials or fabrics are on where you're sitting. If we if we're talking about a sofa, I put linen slipcovers. I was just talking about it on our sofa. So when you sit on it, it's cool to the touch when you sit down. Before I had a corduroy on there and it just felt hot. So that's something else you can do is that's a good suggestion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is make sure the material you're sitting on is as cool as possible, which means cotton or linen. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. So do we have anything else? No, I think that we are have exceeded our boundaries for the day. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking and talking and talking. I know. Well, we were excited to get back after the new, starting the new year. Yeah, but it's all, it's always fun chatting and thanks so much for hanging out with us. We enjoy it so much. Please send us your tips, your questions, any ideas you have. Uh, we love, love, love hearing from you. We love seeing your pictures. You can contact us at decoratingtipsandtricks at gmail.com. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. Anita and I have such a fabulous time talking with you and receiving your emails and all the photos that everybody's been sending us of their homes. Keep your questions coming in. Keep letting us know what you think. Let us know if you've had any episodes 
episode topics you'd like us to cover. We are open to your suggestions. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, do that. Just head over to iTunes or any of your podcast listeners and hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get DTT coming to you two times a week for free. So Mondays and Wednesdays, we're having new episodes and we've got so many exciting things set up for 2019. We are really looking forward to diving in to your homes and your decor and your questions. Thanks. Until next time. 